Hi, you guys. I am so excited to have you on my podcast episode today. You guys are in for the biggest treat because I have the freaking most sexiest, awesome, hottest man on the planet. And if you have no idea who I'm talking about, I'm talking about my husband. Uh He is back (laughs) in the studio, aka we are sitting on the couch. I've got a glass of wine. He's got a white claw. We are having a date. We've got our fire going. Kids just went down to bed. And... We decided that it was time to bring him back on the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. So I don't necessarily know where you're going with this topic, but I do know that like I trust everything that you have to say, and I'm freaking excited to see what you have to share with our audience. I'm excited as well. In case, since you guys can't see this, I'm smiling from cheek to cheek because my wifey's introducing me. (laughs) My goodness, I'm so blessed. So blessed and thankful to be on this podcast. I'm so excited. Okay. I'm Annie Morgan, the host of Blessed for This Mess podcast. I'm a wife, a special needs mama, and a business coach to ambitious ass women. One year ago, I decided to choose myself the same way that I did my family. I created this podcast to share how I found the blessings in the middle of the mess, to encourage and empower you in this journey, and rewrite the narrative that we are worth showing up for with that same energy that we pour out. Fast forward, and not only am I still doing just that, but I am now taking my own journey of building my business from my personal brand to teach you how to build your own. If you're a special needs mama or an ambitious mama or one in the making who's ready to create a business or a life that builds impact in your home and community while generating results, then you're in the right place. All right, Thrivers, let's hear the blessings in today's episode. So we've done really no prep because that's kind of how we roll. I love to have the most authentic, Authentic. yeah, (laughs) the most authentic conversations. I think those are the most important. I do know because you just told me a second ago, you really feel like on your heart because here's the thing. I want to give you an insight really quick for those of you who maybe are just really starting to get to know my relationship with Daniel. Um, Maybe you've been around for a little bit, but I want to give you a secret. Probably three years ago, four years ago, we were a shit show. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we had to figure shit out. Yeah, and I think that that's like super typical in marriage, but I think what a lot of people see right now is like just the really awesome parts of really hard moments that we worked through Mm -hmm. years ago. And we were just talking about how three years ago it was so different than how we are right now. We would have never – we never pictured where we are in this moment three years ago. But you were talking about – you felt like pride was something you wanted to talk about on this podcast. Yes. So talk to me about what's coming to your mind. So just recently watched a sermon. And uh, he talked about pride and one of the, uh, you know, how he introduced it was, you know, every house, right? That every house you live in 
you have your family and it's your comfort zone. It's your safe zone. In that house, you have smoke alarms. And those smoke alarms, whenever you cook or whenever I cook, I always turn those <laughs> things on and they just go off every time. I the don't house know why. Is steaming when you're. Annie's perfected it. I have not. So, anyways, um, smoke alarms, they're meant, they go off. They're meant to protect you, right? Whenever there's, they still smell smoke, they go off. So, they alert you. You're like, what's that annoying sound? Let me turn it off. Okay. No fire. But there's also carbon monoxide alarms and carbon monoxide in case you guys didn't hear this sermon um that's the silent killer that's something you cannot smell you cannot it you you don't even know it's in the room okay and it's it's odorless right and uh you don't hear it you don't smell it and uh it can kill you it's lethal Right. And these carbon monoxide alarms will go off when it smells carbon monoxide. Carbon monoxide is kind of like pride. Mm. Right? Tell us more. Pride. So oftentimes I as a man am prideful and I'm just speaking for all us men and everyone's actually prideful. Yeah. I think we all have some form of pride we all have that space where we're like all right we're right right and i'm gonna be right <laughs> right I'm gonna be right sleeping on the couch i don't care yeah i'm gonna be right yeah but that's also so you're saying in those moments that's the carbon monoxide aka the silent killer in our marriage yes absolutely when we operate from a place of pride versus a place of serving absolutely and what i found okay was I've been putting a focus on, well, back in the day, I had a big focus on pride. Totally. Because I wanted to be right, babe. Yeah. Right? Because I'm the man in the house. Yeah. I want to lead. And I thought I was the right. Yeah. I'm going to actually support that in a different way than I think you're about to expect. Okay. You wanted to do that, and I made it incredibly difficult for you to do that. Yes. <laughs> you yes. don't have to hesitate that. I'm yes. Like hesitating saying that. No, yes. it's all good. Like safe space. Right. I made it really difficult for you to lead and to do that because of pride for myself too. Like you, you wanted to wear the pants. I told no. Well, actually, I'll tell you this. Contrary to popular belief, three years ago, I, if I could paint a picture for you really quick for you listening. I was a very strong woman. What does that look like? A strong woman to me is someone who can do bad all by herself and she makes sure that everybody knows it, including her husband. Mm -hmm. She's super quick to speak, slow to think. Strong woman. Yeah. Strong woman to me, now seeing what I know, was just my way of protecting myself from getting hurt because I was bringing old baggage and trauma into this mm -hmm. marriage with the expectation that you actually were going to hurt me, mm -hmm. not physically, but hurt me, even though you were, you wouldn't, right. I was bringing that in. And so strong Annie wearing the pants was just a defense mechanism for me. And you know, what's crazy too, just to piggyback off that. Yeah. You shifted when you started changing your influence of you actually of who you listen to. Totally. Right. You had a coach in your life. 
Yeah. I think a coach is super important regardless if you're building a business, if you're just trying to grow yourself. Right. Right. I think it changes everything. You became a woman of strength. Yeah. You, I noticed that you listened to understand rather than just listening to respond. Mm. And you really like helped me feel validated. Is that the right? Yeah. Is that the right word? Totally. I would say too, I really worked on making like this space. Like, so when you were in my space, a safe space for you, right? because I didn't make it a safe space for you. When I was operating from the strong woman who was, you know, trying to make you be at like this level that was really unfair one to put on you. Like you had to choose how you were going to show up every single day. And I was like almost having this like expectation, Mm -hmm. which was really unfair um, because that has to be coming from you to decide. Right. Um, But I totally just lost my train of thought what I was going to say. Oh, I never made it a safe space for you. Like it was always like this ticking time bomb of like if you were going to say something – I might pop off. I had no excuse to talk about my work problems. I think that was what, remember I worked those long hours. I come home. Oh my gosh, I'm exhausted. I'm tired. And you're like, you didn't want to hear that. You were just like, no, get on your clothes. Like we're going out. Remember? Yeah, I think, no, I do remember. I think it was because. And I'm like, no, I just want to sit on the couch, chill, watch a movie. Yeah, and just to give context, because like probably someone just now was like, wait, what just happened? (laughs) When back then we were really focused on building something together, Mm -hmm. right? And that meant building a business outside of your your work, right? You worked for AT&T, which sucked, no offense. And it made me stronger. In my (laughs) mindset... I was so hungry for not living that life that like it dictated how you showed up. Uh-huh. So I was like, we've got to get out there and like build our business and blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, but I think just aside from it, I just really was not creating a safe space for you. Right. And right. I think right. because I learned to let my own pride and ego like – right calm the F down. (laughs) I think I learned how to allow you to feel safe. And feel like a man, like I can make my own decisions. Yeah. And I can speak up and lead our family. Yeah. Right. So when, so talking about pride, that is like when we feel like we're too cool to like admit or have humility. See, you can have pride. Let's see. Without humility, you have pride. But if you have humility, that dilutes the pride. Okay. I like that. And that actually makes sense because I think I think about ego, right? Like when you show up first with your ego, uh-huh. like that's right. where you don't actually allow. You don't allow your authentic self to show up. Well, yeah, and you don't even allow, like, the authenticity of the real connection between you and I to happen. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, it's right. just so different. Yeah, yeah. So that was crazy. We lived we lived a crazy first couple years in marriage. 
Right. And then you know what I think also that helped us or has helped us is serving each other. Mm, I love this word. Yes, babe. I love this so word. So I turned I turned sitting on the couch during the day, chilling, watching a movie to let's do something together. Right? Let's Ugh, take the kids out. I actually okay, wait, pause for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot that that's kind of how you were. Yeah. Because I was so tired, I didn't want to do anything. Yeah, which I don't blame you, but I was this person. Like, I've been raised, like, my mom was a strong woman, right? right? Who, even when she was tired, she, like, would not keep going. She would, just she would not going. admit it and she'd keep going. Yeah. So that's what I know, right? Yeah. So there's yeah. habits I still have to work on right. to learn how to give myself grace mm-hmm. and to say, hey, rest is also a form of productivity. It just looks different. So whenever I'd see you do that, it was like a trigger to me of like, oh, no, like that equals bad. That's lazy. That's not good. That's not driven. Right. Doesn't mean that at all. But I just we were operating from two different perspectives, I guess. But I didn't actually I forgot about that. And now you're this man who shows up. And it's just like it's so epic. And you know what I think it is? I think we've been both consistent and serving each other and that's brought confidence in our marriage that's so true driving that is so true yeah 100 percent. yeah 100 percent true yeah okay and i'm having kind of like this moment of like oh my gosh that's right only because since we've been doing it so much it's actually becoming like a habit like Mm -hmm. um muscle memory yeah 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 right in the beginning we really had to like i would put reminders in my phone to like serve you right like that's kind of like where i was back in the day like i'd set reminders for myself of like (laughs) you know do something for your husband to show up for him um because it wasn't something that came natural like i was someone who was like no like i'm not gonna serve him you know like super dumb yeah and now it's like, oh, I get to serve my freaking husband. Like, it's so amazing. Yeah. And I stopped, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. I stopped being Mr. Fix-It when you would tell me something about your day. And I remember I used to just interject so good. what was needed to be fixed, resolved, how like I had the solution. Here you go. Like, why don't you do this? There are so but, many nuggets right now we're giving you. But instead, I... I listen to you babe do you need me to be a sounding board yeah or do you want me to like give you a solution what do you want yeah so freaking good because yes. there were so many times where i just needed you to like hear me right right and you'd and you be like a hug after and no no, no you need to do this or that and i'm like no like oh, i just need you freaking forest fire yeah because yeah. i'm like no 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 like i'm not one of your clients right Right, right. Right. Like I need you to just see me for a second as your wife. Like I'm coming. Right. right you know. Right. All humbug or sad or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, you guys, there are so many nuggets. I hope that you take some of this. And one, I hope it just encourages you. Like, regardless of where you are in your marriage, I want you to know in the first couple of years in our marriage, there were multiple, multiple times. I don't think we like there was multiple times that we almost didn't make it. Right. 
right. multiple times. And you know what? We pushed through. And even though we have our bachelors of love, yeah, you're so four cute. year, right? We're going on five, five years of marriage this year. October 1st. Ooh, right? Do you right? remember? Are you sure? I do. I know. I it do. is October 1st. But like, I just want to remind couples out there, like, don't stop dating your spouse, no matter how long you've been together. Don't stop dating. Yeah. Flirt with each other. Like, you know. Yeah. Okay. I want to segue it a little bit really quick. Hmm. Dating your spouse, showing up and serving your spouse. And I, I'm going to shift kind of heavy. So I, I yeah. just preparing yeah, yeah. you on that one. Oh, boy. Um, how we are in our marriage. But I want to talk about it in the sense of living in a pandemic. We're in the middle of a pandemic. It's been crazy. But also, yeah. also in the sense of raising one child with a disability. Yeah. And then we have an almost two-year-old. Yeah. So I, I really want to like zone in on this for a second because yeah. I think it's really important. Right now, we're living in something that none of us have before we're on mm -hmm. the one year anniversary mm -hmm. um not a whole lot has changed so for you like operating from this space of really like showing up for your marriage recognizing that when we're dating each other we don't go on dates like we haven't like we don't right. that's not like the luxury in our situation right. that mm -hmm. we get right or have or whatever. Um, and so I really want to talk to that because I don't want to create this false sense of like, we, first we are living our best life. Like I feel like this is yeah, the we best are. we have like ever lived. Absolutely. Together. Absolutely. And there's a lot of what people don't know is we delayed a lot of gratification That's, to live yeah. the life that we're living now. That's so, super true. Anyways. Um, but I think like I, Though all of that is super awesome and bubbly, like the reality is, is it takes a lot of work and effort right. and that doesn't have to be a bad thing, but it does, especially when we don't get right. to go on dates right. without kids. Right. And especially right now, because we're in the middle of a pandemic, we're not going out right. and right. like we're not taking our kids places. Right. So talk to me about what that looks like for you like how has that been for you navigating that i think it's it's been a lot of prioritizing our pockets of time and and utilizing them to serve our kids and serve each other and you know swallow our pride when we we're all bunked up in the house like you know it gets a little it could get claustrophobic but we can't forget that we have two kids that are watching us as parents and they're watching our every move, but they see us together. They also see us as their parents, right? Yeah. But I think that we cannot just be absent. Like we could be present with each other physically, but we also have to remember and we got to be present mentally. Mm, I'm so glad you said that. Because there was times like, I work assignments and, you know, sometimes I tell them that, like, I think about the assignments. They don't stop. But I have to learn to block that out and then focus on our time, yeah. our family time. So turning work off when work's not 
So because like you're not going to the office, you're working from home, do you feel like it's harder for you to shut work mode off? Um, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it is. Yeah. 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 Well, how do you feel like navigating our relationship while raising Ava specifically? I I think this is I'm going to say this first. I think this is a hard question for you to answer only because you accept Ava like to the fullest. Absolutely. I mean, I know everybody like that we know, especially in our family, accepts Ava for who she is. Right. But you do it on such a level that this is going to sound kind of weird and maybe bad. I don't know. But almost like you forget that she has a disability, mm-hmm. right? Like she's just Ava to you. Mm-hmm. But I, I really want to recognize this and bring this topic up because mm-hmm. a lot of our families are navigating a relationship, a, a marriage, which by the way, marriages with children with disabilities have, I believe, an 80% divorce rate higher than just a typical marriage. Mm-hmm. It's right. very high. Right. Well, to say that we don't have arguments about those kind of things, that's just unrealistic. About what kind of things? About like if, okay, you know, the things that we argue about is like if the TV's on and you're, you or I are doing the dishes or we're in separate rooms and the, one of us is supposed to be watching the kids yeah. because we can't leave Ava and Brody together without one of us because, you know, Ava may bite or pinch Brody because Brody doesn't know her personal space yet. Right. He likes to get in her bubble. So if we take our eyes off them and something happens, we end up chewing each other out. Totally. Whoever was in that moment or in the space of in the the room. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So it's usually me chewing you out. Let's just say it for what it is. Well, I wasn't going to throw you out on front. Well, I'm going to throw myself out because I think, especially as a mom navigating a journey with a child with a disability, it becomes very, very second nature to like almost know the next move of what your child's going to do. Mm-hmm. Like we can almost mm-hmm. sense it. Yeah. And I yeah. think sometimes in this relationship, I'm not going to speak for all dads, but I, I believe that sometimes the other parent tends to kind of be more relaxed and doesn't necessarily always like know how to like mm-hmm. sense th- what's coming next. And so you're mm-hmm. kind of like, Oh, like I didn't, I totally forgot. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> so I, I definitely, it's me chewing you out with the sense of like my day looks like that constantly where there is no moment of me being able to just fully like stay in a a state of being Mm -hmm. relaxed. It's constantly like in this hyper vigilant state of like making sure like, is she like too close to Brody or is Ava's fingers too close to his mouth, her mouth or something, you know, like, and you know what, what I found was, and you've helped me with this, how to respond to certain situations and it may be it may not be ava biting brody or anything to brody but say 
Brody or Ava fall. Mm -hmm. And then it's like how we react. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. I, this is like one of my favorite topics. So you're about to open like Pandora's box <laughs> on this one. Um, just to give a little bit more context, what, and correct me if I'm wrong, but what you're referring to is how we respond versus how we react is very mm -hmm. different. So if our child falls off of a bike, right. the natural thing that we want to do is like, oh my gosh, are you okay? Right. Right? right, right, but I'm like, hey, let's take a moment and just allow our child one to assess for themselves. Are they okay? So they begin to start having those instincts in themselves to develop that for themselves and for us to not make something bigger than it would have been. Right, 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 right. So almost to be like a neutral, like, hey, are kind you good? Like, let's check it out. Right. And then we jump in, like, when it's appropriate, but, like, not creating more drama than needed. Right, right, right. Is what you're referring to, right. right? Yes, yes, exactly. And you know what? I just want to throw this out there. Like, I totally tip my hat off to all the special needs families out there because it's not easy. I totally get it. And Annie and I, we take it day by day. But, you know, there's just there's obstacles that we have people don't see. Like I always say that, like, I have the front row seat of like what actually happens. You know, the our our family other than our inner family, like they see Ava time to time. Or they see us from time to time, but they don't see the reality of Ava having absent seizures or or, you know, the biting and the pinching, the pulling the hair or the obnoxious noises that she makes sometimes, you know, like sh they just, they don't see that or, you know, the seizure activity. It's just, there's a lot that we go through that we have to look at each other as the good, good guys. We're on a team yeah, and we're not, we're not like having a competition of who's better, but we're in this together yeah, and we work through it. Yeah. And we don't just throw in the belt and just say, all right, bye. We're signing papers. No. Yeah. It's not an option. Yeah. I think um, that's like circling, like going full, full circle. Like three years ago, we would throw that out. And it was always me. Like, I'll be the one. Like, I mean, you've maybe said it a couple of times, but I always was like. There are emotional times. Totally. For sure. But it's like, that's can't, that's like a word we can't use anymore. Cause right. it's like a non-negotiable. Like right. we're married. Yeah. And so we're going to do whatever we can to show up for each other yeah, and, and all of that. And I think that that's the power of growth yeah, in both of us. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I think about, I think about even then this moment, like this moment, one year ago, we were on a couch that we got from our family because yeah. we were not buying furniture. Right. We lived in an apartment. Right. Um, it wasn't really decorated. And if it was, it was probably from the dollar store. No mm -hmm. shame in the dollar store because they've got some cool stuff. Mm -hmm. um, Remember in the living room in, before we had the couch? We just had a blank living room. Yeah, we literally had nothing. Like, all right, we're using this as like a Yeah, we literally area. had nothing because we were working on getting out of debt. Yeah. But I'm, I'm talking about the moment where you and I sat down. I had just started my podcast. And I was like, oh, let's record an episode together. Uh -huh. 
right? But I feel like this moment is so different. Like this moment I feel – and not that I didn't feel connected to you then, but I feel like such a deep connection to you in ways that I always desired. And it's just such a – I'm in love with you more than ever. (laughs) You're so hot. Thanks. Not just physically, but – yeah, it's, it's hot to like yeah. watch your spouse grow, isn't yeah, it? Absolutely. It's hot you to have, watch them serve. You've grown so much, babe. And I love how much that you study and prepare and you're just, you're on it. And you just want to show up for these women. And I'm just like so proud of you because every woman that like crosses your path, like they're going to be blessed because you know, you know what they need. I appreciate you. And yeah, I really do believe God is using it for Thanks, pretty good. Well, I want to just say, like, one thank you for being the first guest. Actually, actually, I got to lie really quick. You're, I think you're the second guest to show up on the podcast twice. I think I've had one person come on twice. I think. Oh, really? But if if not, then... This isn't number three? I feel like I've been on twice. Maybe, maybe. Okay. I don't know. Let me know, you guys, All how right. you're feeling about having Mr. Daniel Morgan on the podcast, <laughs> if he should come back. Um, I really feel like there's a lot of value that specifically in our marriage, mm-hmm. raising two children, one with a disability, yeah. navigating that journey when we're already isolated yeah you know like there's things that you've had to walk through Mm -hmm. as a blended family Mm -hmm. that wouldn't have been the this journey like for it not being part like ava with her disability right right? so it's very unique um but i just want to say thank you so if you like mr daniel morgan (laughs) you'll let me know message me do whatever you can reach out to your girl Share this podcast episode, screenshot it right now. Take your moment, screenshot it, and then tag me in this post. I want to see it on your stories if this connects with you, if you want to hear more from my wonderful husband. Um, I'm just so proud of you. I think pride is, just to circle back, pride is the carbon monoxide. It's the silent killer in a marriage. And... We're here to really step into it, not into the carbon monoxide, (laughs) (laughs) but to step into our marriage to say, we can really do hard things, right? And and I say this in a very positive way because I think we have this false narrative or idea that marriage is supposed to just be easy and fluffy and, you know, butterflies and all that stuff. But (laughs) when we show up in the moments where we really have those tough conversations, when we really walk through something tough Mm -hmm. and we do it together versus like on separate sides of the couch type thing. Hey, if you're wanting to show up with more presence and authority in ways that are heavily aligned with authenticity and impact for your community, I wanna help you. April 16th, mark your calendars. I'm putting together a resource for you that is going to help you learn how to show up without feeling the need to copy other thought leaders in your industry. If you're going to show up as a leader in your community, 
You need to show up with your calling and gifts that are specific to you, girl. So if this resonates with you, I want you to click the link in my bio on Instagram and reserve your seat. Yeah, so like when we're on separate sides of the couch and or instead actually holding hands and facing the problem together, mm-hmm. it literally changes everything because this journey is hard regardless, right. but it's even harder. And I don't want to say that because I don't want to be insensitive to everyone's walking through their version Absolutely. of hard. Yep. But the dynamic that we have of raising a daughter with a disability having Brody, navigating that, living in the middle of a pandemic, it's freaking hard. Mm -hmm. But I think the beauty of life when we can actually lean into those moments even more instead of running away from them, which is what we used to do. If you really think about it, when shit got got hard, (laughs) when shit was hard, we booked it away from each other. Right. But right. now when shit gets hard, we swallow our pride. there might be a moment where we're like, hey, we're not ready to talk. But when we are, we're coming together. Mm-hmm. But the difference is, is like we're leaning into it different. Yeah. Yeah. So much different. Yeah. Yeah. When we do that, we are strengthening it. Right. So I believe that we can do hard things even in a marriage and even not become a statistic of of medically complex family that becomes another statistic to the divorce rate. I absolutely believe the more that we can learn to have those tough conversations Mm -hmm. in ways that doesn't make you the problem or make me the problem, but the problem is separate from you and I, game changer. So I want to just say thank you from the bottom of my heart for being Mm. on the podcast again. (laughs) So grateful for you. If you want Mr. Daniel Morgan back on this podcast, I can't even remember if I've said it at this point, but if you want him back on this podcast, I want you to stop what you're doing, screenshot this episode right now, (laughs) share it on your IG story, and tag your girl because he is so amazing. He's had so much growth. Um, If this resonated with you, let me know. Message me, DM me, do whatever you got to do, girl, to let it be known. Love you, babe. I love you too. All right. Till next time, you guys. I will see you in the next episode. See you guys. This episode is brought to you by Unapologetically Ambitious, my 12-week one-on-one private coaching designed to help you build your business while you fiercely advocate like a mother. Throughout our time together, I teach you how to build your business in the pockets of your day clarify your audience and importantly your message while teaching you how to generate the impact and results both in your home and community. If this is aligned with the direction you've been wanting to go, I want you to go to www.blessedforthismess.com and hit I'm ready to work one-on-one to learn more.